I was gonna rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody that's ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Stay your back from which part? Tell a pussy we no one dip that Like Chinese wire so the clip tall Show it up and make you fall from your distance You know why I'm in a disguise, man a big dog I saw you disappear as if I never did ban Me no walk up a kilo, me no just a sing song With the people your mother tell you keep fam Z-Tech full of them like Islam it's your boy Sunny Frames in the motherfucking building, Mr. 365, coming in live. Ooh, we let's get him. I just want to let y'all know stop. Put some respect on my name. You understand me? And y'all say my name, put some respect on Y'all already know what time it is It's your boy Fuzzy Vision Trying to see the world clear one day at a time And you know what time it is Far From Normal Podcast, baby What it do, Sonny? Damn! We here, we gonna get this motherfucking party Stop the love party forget love drink um Eakia shit like a Jada kingdom Everything I get fucked like strip club Alright, y'all already know what time it is It's the Far From Normal Bros and we back at it again First of all, I'm gonna need you to tell a friend to tell a friend To tell a mother effing friend To follow and subscribe to your boys We on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts And other podcast platforms as well You can catch us on YouTube Just punch in Far From Normal Podcast In that search engine, you'll find your boys We on TikTok, Far From Normal Podcast as well Make sure you search the boys up You also can catch our website, that's www farfromnormalpodcast.com make sure you check the visuals the videos the links make sure you subscribe follow show your support show the love show the appreciation we obviously respect it all and we appreciate it all you already know you can find us there last but not least we on instagram that's far underscore from underscore normal underscore podcast make sure you check it out last but not least it's your boy fuzzy vision with two ends at the end of vision make sure you follow your boy for any likes dislikes rebuttals or if you want to be on the podcast sunny let him know what the handle is baby you already know what it is. It's your boy Sunny Frames. You can catch me at Sunny Frames. S O N N Y Frames. Double uh, F R A M E S. Double S at the end. Make sure when you check out my gram, check out my stories, especially my stories. I like to stress my stories because I post a lot of stuff that has to do with great men in this world and what they what they've achieved in a lifetime, and especially when it comes down to motivation, inspiration, and chasing their dreams. 
the most important thing to doing that and achieving that is executing so make sure when you go out there and chase your dream make sure you're executing because no dream will ever be reached if you don't execute your plans and put make sure to put those in motion fuzzy let's get them Alright, y'all already know it's the Far From Normal Bros, and we back, we back, baby. First of all, we need to shout out all the audience, first time and last time listeners, those that have been supporting your boys from day one, those that don't support your boys, we appreciate it all. Of course, we love the haters, we love the motivators, we love everybody that's here listening, giving their opinion, and whether this starts off a conversation with you and your peers, you and your family, you and your partner, that's what we decide to do. We decide to drop gems for everybody, especially when it comes to relationships, business, entrepreneurship, masculinity, discipline, and all that good stuff. Sonny, what do you got to say on that? I also want to thank the the guests and the audience, everybody that's been a part of this journey, especially the interviewees, the ones that have come on air and, you know, they shared their story to the world and just, you know, give us a little insight on, you know, what was going on in their life and in their world. So we're definitely grateful for that. And we're going to be even more grateful for all the new interviewees that come on air and they talk about their stories and their journey and how they got to where they are. So we're excited to bring new guests on. And again, I hope you guys continue to follow our journey. Far From Normal podcast, we're, we're going to blow up. You already know what it is. We are out here. We're grinding hard every day, putting out that consistent content. Just keep staying tuned. You never know where we'll be next. Fuzzy. Yeah, so Thank without further ado, we're going to go into the topic. Today we got a special guest on the line. We're going to get him called in, and we're going to get that set up. So today we're going to talk about business. This is going to be, you know, to the fellas and the ladies, whoever wants to listen, those that are interested, especially when we talk about entrepreneurship, starting your own business, doing your own thing in life. You know, a lot of the times we're taught to go work for somebody, get a job, nine to five, you know, make your ends meet, um, you know, go work, grind a couple of 25, 30, 40 years, then retire and call it quits. But what we're trying to portray that, what we're trying to portray is that life's not just about that. You can always be far from normal. You don't need to be normal. Normal is not something to aspire to. Even though our parents may have guided us towards those directions, that's not something that's, you know, admirable in my opinion. I think you always have to strive to be beyond normal, beyond average, beyond the regular um, civilian. You got to push. You got to always have that type of passion and drive in you in order to achieve your dream. So today we're going to talk about podcast actually ironically enough we're going to talk about podcasts and why you should start a podcast and what it and what it entails because a lot of people think a podcast you just pick up a mic and you start talking and shooting the shit with your boys or shooting the shit with um, people you're interviewing people you know but it's not that simple a lot of the time especially if you're talking about controversial topics or you're talking about topics that are educational you have to do some research you have to prep you have to talk to the interviewer 
you have to you have to you have to do a lot of things and there's a lot of process that goes into that but when you're able to create that foundation the sky's the limits i mean how many podcasts have you seen you know people blow up and and have good talking points and even me to this day i still listen to podcasts so it is something that's blown blown up in the last maybe what would you say how many years it took for like podcasts to start getting real big well to to be quite honest you're listening to podcasts a lot longer than i have yeah so, so you i would have a better, podcast for better like, idea in terms of that i'd say i'd say 10 years I'd 10 say years 10 wow. years i didn't know it was that long yeah I'd, I'd say people had podcasts about 10 years ago like the ones that are very popular now they've at least had it on the 10 year run and that just shows how much time you have to put in in order to make it to the big dog status in mm-hmm. order to make you know monetary gains and i'm talking about like significant monetary gains and all that and above so it does take a while it's a work in process a work in progress and and again we're always trying to thrive to be far from normal so without further ado do we got a caller on the line or oh, we got to double check evan do we do we got to be okay we hear you fine. Hear you fine. Fine and clear, fine. my guy. Hold on one Very second good. before we introduce our our guests on the line. We make sure we give them a warm welcome. So I want to first start off with this. There we go. Got a special guest on the line. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's, let's get, get it. Uh, before we even start, we we want to first say that thank you for joining us. You are on the Far From Normal podcast with your boy, Sunny Frames. And your boy, Fuzzy Vision. And today's topic is why you should start a podcast. And before we get into that, we want to first get into Evan and we want you just to briefly explain who you are and uh, why you decided to come on the podcast because today's topic is actually about why you should start a podcast. So I want you to just briefly describe yourself to the audience, give them a little bit about yourself. And also drop any handles if you want to drop any handles where they can find you as well. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, so my name is Evan with the Silent R and I run the R Silent Podcast. I've been doing podcasting now for about five months. Mm-hmm. I've always been passionate about podcasting. I actually spend more time listening to podcasts instead of listening to music. Um, over the last three years, I would say, I've been really into podcasts. It's changed my life. Just being able to listen and learn as you're on the go. And um, it's a great way to start a business. It's a great way to build content, uh, create a platform for yourself. And it's something that I've been so passionate and excited about. I'm so happy to be here today with you guys. Uh, I've known you guys for quite some time, and I uh, see you guys are in the podcast too. So I'm more than happy to drop some gems and some nuggets for the people out there who are interested in starting their own podcast, as well as talk a little bit about my podcast. Uh, so if anyone wants to go ahead and take a listen, I am available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. So you can catch the audio version. As well as YouTube, we have the video version. We are six episodes in, about to release my sixth episode today. Uh, so I'm very excited about that. And uh, yeah, just keeping it going, rolling through with the punches. It's been an interesting journey. And just like you guys said, podcasting is a real journey. And, uh, you know, a lot of people think it's super easy, but it, it took a lot of work before I got started. So I know we're going to get into that today. So uh, I'll give you guys a chance to, you know, 
uh, tell me a little bit more about what you guys want to talk about. Ask any questions you may have. Exactly. Exactly, man. Okay, I'm excited for this. I'm amped. I'm amped. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. So, first question I wanted to ask you is, when did yeah. you first decide you wanted to start your own podcast? Because a lot of people think about starting a podcast, and they say yeah. it, but they never execute. They're, they're never proactive about it. So, tell me how you went from it being an idea, and then you transitioning into actually making a reality. Yeah, so I've always been telling a lot of people that I wanted to be a content creator. Okay. Yeah, I just didn't really know how to find where I could fit in in the content creation space. I've always wanted to do YouTube. People have always told me I had the personality for it. I have great conversations with people. And uh, I just thought to myself, you know what? Right now, podcasting is becoming a real big thing. Uh, so, you know, let me take the time now, start studying and figuring out how I can focus on being a podcaster. So I went on YouTube, I searched up a lot of different things, um, just trying to understand the podcast game, started off uh, early February, just research. So I spent a whole month just doing research, research, research. I spent so much time researching podcasts, consuming all the content that I could possibly consume on how to start a podcast. Once I finished learning how to start a podcast, I had to figure out now the audio and then the video component and where exactly my niche was going to be mm. in podcasting. Uh, I find that conversations about you know careers and relationships really get me excited. I'm really passionate about those topics. And then prior to doing podcasting, I was actually a social service worker. Mm. Uh, so I was pro uh, providing services in the community uh, before I moved into the corporate job that I have now. And I wanted to find a way to get back into it. I wanted to find a way that I could continue to support guys in the community. Uh, previously, when I was working as a social service worker, I was doing a young men's leadership program. Uh, so I had the opportunity to meet with a lot of young men, have a lot of great discussions with them, and try to give them a perspective outside of what they typically see in the you know, provide them with mentorship, guidance on how they can build their life, build their career, teach them life skills. So I thought, how can I create a platform for myself where I can continue to do this work? I've seen so many podcasts come out now where individuals are actually teaching people how to be better, how to self-improve. Even your podcast as well has a lot of really great chats. I see that you guys like to motivate people. I love to do that as well, inspire people. But most importantly, I, I want to be able to provide mentorship. I want to interview my guests, give them an opportunity and a platform to promote their businesses, promote whatever side hustles that they have, and also to talk about their journey, talk about their story. I love storytelling. Storytelling is something I'm very, very passionate about. So I couldn't decide what type of content I was going to do in the beginning. And I thought podcasting would be a great way for me to just put myself out there. And the hardest thing about it was actually putting yourself on camera. Mm. It, it seems so easy to just turn on the camera and start talking, but it's, it's so nerve-wracking. And, and being willing to accept criticism and judgment from other people. I think that's a really big thing in the podcast space that you get a lot and um, something that I've learned to be more comfortable with. And now that I've started to produce some content, some people love it, some people like some really great feedback on the content uh, because it's for them. You know, I try not to get a perspective of what works for me because I know I enjoy podcasts, but I want my listeners to enjoy it as well. I want them to feel like the content is catered to 
things that they need to hear to improve their lives. So I want to be a force for good. I want to be able to come on on the platform, on YouTube, Spotify, and, and just to talk to people, share some gems, share some nuggets of wisdom, and help encourage people to improve their life, their career, and their relationship. So that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Okay, I had I had a quick question. So yes. your podcast is called Our Silence, correct? Yeah. Yes, it is. So what does that stand for? Yeah, so the R is silent is a, a name that's uh, really important to me because my name is actually spelled E-R-V-I-S, which is Irvin, but okay. the R is silent. Mm-hmm. And it's been something that I've carried with me my entire life. Huh. So I was trying to figure out a way to pick a name because picking a podcast name is really, really difficult. There's a lot of other podcasts with very similar names that are specific to motivation, career, money, relationships. So I had to try to figure out a way to create something that meant a lot to me and with great question in people's minds. One of the first things people always ask me whenever I tell them I'm a podcaster, I tell them the R Silent podcast, the first question they have for me is, what is the R Silent? Why is the R Silent? And I can always start off by telling them a story about myself that's very personal, something that people may be able to relate with, may not, but I feel like it's something, it's like a personal brand that I've always carried with my entire life. So that's why I chose our silent podcast as the name for the show. That makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, it, it, it's, it always has to, there always has to be a story behind the name. Um, and so the R is silent. That's when you came up with the name. Did it take you a while? Cause I want you really to explain how, how podcasting works because yes. even to think yeah. of a name is, is time consuming. Oh yeah. hundred percent. So, yeah. So I, remember, I agree. Yeah. So yes. I remember when me and my brother were thinking of a name to do the podcast, that took yeah. a lot of time yes. because, yeah. he, but the difference is for us is two of us bouncing ideas off each other. So one sure. might, you know, fancy a name, then the other would say, ah, I'm not too sure about it. So it's a little bit harder to come to that conclusion where you're independent. Uh, um, am I correct? Yeah, yeah. I'm doing a podcast on my own right now. I am looking for a co-host in the future, but for now I'm doing a one-man show. I do everything on my own from the editing, to the recording, to even just hosting. Uh, I do everything. I have my producer who supports me, and then I have my social media manager who's my wife. Um, and that's our team so far, looking to grow the team. And uh, yeah, I'm a one-man band right now supporting just all the day-to-day activities. So do you write these ideas down, like when it comes to your title and the topics that you're trying to talk about, or do you kind of do it on the fly? You're you're already set up, and then you think about some questions just before you get on air, and then you start talking about it. How does that process work? Yeah, so there's a lot of prep work that goes into my show. Okay. Um, I take the time first before any guests come on the show to prep. So I think of what exactly the show's going to be structured like. So I always start off with the introduction. I get them to tell us their name, their age, what they do for a living. Uh, some shows, if I'm specific to relationships and then we're having a relationship discussion, I'll get them to talk about their relationship status okay. because it, it does you know, correlate with the conversation that we're having. But most of the time, I'll spend the time prepping questions anywhere between 10 to 15 questions I'll prep. And I actually have a question box that I use so I'll put those questions in the question box. First, I'll start off with the introductions. As I mentioned, I'll do some free-flowing questions, just general questions, getting to know the person a little bit more. And then I'll get into the question box so that the guests can then pick from the box and the questions can kind of flow 
Um, and some of the questions are spicy, some of them are, are really engaging, some of them are storytelling questions. And it kind of has the guests direct their own flow of the conversation. Um, I usually don't prep them with the questions beforehand. Usually people don't like to be prepped. They just want to go into it. Just like for me today, just ready to go into it, trying not to prep. Just, you know, be yourself. And I tell my guests that all the time. But I always remind them, try not to swear, try not to say like or um. And uh, one of the things that they really appreciate that I do before I start any show is I always tell them, let's play the um game. So we'll play the um game. Okay. How the game works is you speak for 60 seconds without saying like or um. And then uh, usually the guest gets themselves ready while they're on the show to avoid saying like or um. And at the end, they're like, wow, like thanks for letting me play that game because now I'm not <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> it helps with the editing process as well. So I don't have to worry about editing out all the pauses and the um um, when I'm in post-production. Well, yeah, that's that's very good. So I wanted to ask you another question in terms of how long have you been doing this podcast for at this point in time? Yeah, so I started in February, and then it's now July. So I would say five, six months now uh, since I started. I have uh, 87 subscribers on YouTube as well as almost 200 followers on Instagram. Um, and I just started five months ago, so it's been uh, quite a journey trying to grow the platform, learning how to market posting content on a daily basis and even just editing uh, Instagram-worthy content. That's probably a, a huge, huge challenge because that's what drives a lot of traffic to my show. Yes. Um, it's because I, I promote on Instagram, I promote on Facebook, TikTok, uh, as well as YouTube Shorts is another place I promote my podcast. That's true. So so with that being said, you've, you've only started for a short period of time, of course, but it seems that you know quite a bit about podcasting, which yeah. doesn't come as easy to everybody. I know when we started, we started this podcast about two years ago. A lot of learning curves. And we had a lot of learning curves. I mean, yeah, we, we, watch, we watch different <laughs> podcasters and everyone had different systems. Some people yeah. had like, you know, a roadcaster. Some people had a different recorder. Some people had... Um, you know, certain types of cameras, certain apps they were using, certain soundboards. So there's so many different aspects. And we realized quickly that, you know, it becomes uh, did you click something? a very expensive investment. No, I just took off my headphones because uh, I wanted to make sure that the sound is going well okay. on my live that I'm doing uh, as well. So I, I hope you guys can still hear me clearly. Yeah, yeah, no, we can hear you. No, we just can hear an echo in the background. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, let me try. Uh, what, how do I that echo? Okay. Yeah, I think it's got it's my okay. social media manager trying to get us to to set up the live properly. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, we we we're still kind of hearing in the background. You can still hear it in the background. Okay, give me a second here. Yeah. Okay. What about now? Um, yeah, it's good. Much better. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no reverb. No. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Okay, so, so, what, so what I was saying is that when me and my brother started this podcast about two years yeah. ago, we realized quite quickly, and now we've been in it for two years. Of course, we realized yeah. that it's it's quite the investment, and I think a lot of people don't sure. understand the investment side yes. of podcasts. Yes, like say for, for example, sure. the, the audience listening to us now. 
they probably have it under, you know, they're under the impression that we just have some mics and then, you know, headphones and yeah. whatever. We figure things out. They're not, they're not thinking that, you know, money spent on the back end. They're not thinking that All the to behind promote the scene, your yeah. podcast, you may have to pay money to get yeah. different equipment to make your sound quality better. Like we have certain things here for sound quality to get certain sure. things to make your setup look Bad. good, whether that's, you know, curtains, whether that's, you know, trinkets, whatever it is. All these little um, intricate details cost money. So um, I'm, I guess what I would like to ask is, did you, did were you prepared for how much a podcast could potentially cost you? And are you willing to invest that type of money to make your podcast reach the next level? Yeah. So the question is, um, you know, how, how much money I'm spending on my podcast and then, you know, the investments that I'm spending on the podcast itself. So, up till now, over the last five months since I started a podcast, I've probably invested about two thousand dollars into okay. my podcast. Okay. Um, and that's mainly the mics that I purchased, as well as the mic stands, uh, equipment, special equipment, headphones. You know, um, because my show has anywhere between a two to four guests, I have to make sure I had four headphones, four microphones. Oh wow! Um, and logging my quid has been a huge, huge support to me. I usually will rent equipment versus buying it, depending on what shows I'm doing for the month, just to save on a little bit. Of course, the more you rent, the more expensive it gets, but um, I can typically rent a, a good microphone for about 40 bucks for the month. So I'll, I'll rent extra microphones if I need it. But uh, what some of the other things that are really expensive is like editing software. So I, I pay monthly subscriptions for editing software. Um, I use monthly subscriptions for audio enhancing software. Mm. Um, and the most important thing that I've invested in so far was upgrading my cell phone. Um, okay. I've been wanting to get myself a camera, but cameras run anywhere between four hundred to six hundred dollars oh, yeah, for a decent camera for YouTube. Oh yeah, 100%. so I just I, I just wanted to get started. So I yeah. said, hey, let me just use my phone. So I got an iPhone Smart. fourteen Pro, yeah. and I've just been using that right now. And the quality has been okay. People haven't had any huge concerns with the quality. And the quality of my show has, has improved dramatically from my first episode up until episode six where I'm at right now. And it's because every every time I get a paycheck, I put aside at least $200 to invest in my podcast. Oh, that's good. That's um, good. So that I can just keep getting more equipment as I go. Not only do I have a, a Zoom pod track recorder, I have also a Zoom uh, L8, which is um, similar to the broadcaster that you guys are using, just the Zoom portion of it, okay. which connects up to six microphones. Oh, wow. So that one I have it right now that's rented. Um, that I've rented now, I think it's about uh, $60 for the month that I'm renting that out. And it was just for me to test it out. Previously, I was just doing everything on a recorder. Mm -hmm. So I would just have my camera, I'd have my recorder, and then I would synchronize the sound with the video in post production. And then that's how I would start editing the podcast. I'll spend typically around anywhere between 10 to 15 hours a week on the podcast itself. Oh, really? Only maybe two hours of that is actual film time. Wow. The rest of the time is all post-production editing. Because when you have an hour-long podcast, getting that hour-long podcast to like 50 minutes or 45 minutes is so difficult. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've spent uh, quite a lot on the podcast so far. And I don't mind because I'm investing in myself, mm -hmm. for sure. That's very dope. That's very dope. Just to show like how much uh, effort you have to put into the podcast because even ten to fifteen hours, it's a lot when you're you know doing your own thing, especially working, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah you know, working, working your stuff, job, yeah. 
thinking about your own bills you have to pay and even putting away that 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 money each week because what we talked about me and my brother we realized that you know nothing's guaranteed 100 just yeah. because we decided to make a podcast and just because we have interviewer people being interviewed and we have content and we have a setup and whatever photography video blah 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 that doesn't mean that this will take off to where we want it to take off doesn't mean that we won't have you know bigger obstacles to climb you know down the road because even before just this podcast, like me and my brother, we're having an argument because the thing is when you want your quality of your podcast to hit a certain peak and sometimes, especially working with two people, you're not on the same page sometimes. Someone wants to work faster. Someone wants to work mm-hmm. harder. So then you have yeah. to battle with that too. So sometimes there's even internal things and you, you might deal with this when you deal with the co-host. See, for me and my brother, we're brothers, so we can argue and then get back on camera and we can be fine. Yeah. But with the <laughs> co-host, <laughs> with the co-host, unfortunately. And if you watch podcasts, a lot of people have troubles um, with their co-hosts. There's been very popular yeah. podcasts where guys have been axed um whether it's a best friend or a co-host or somebody to help build the podcast um relationships and so i think um that's the biggest problem and obstacle that you would have if you did get a co-host absolutely again you don't live with that person you don't know their personality and um you won't sometimes like as my brother said it's easy for us to hash it out we could be yelling at each other arguing just before um a podcast episode and then we'll just come back and we we get into work mode you know yeah. we we forget about the arguments like okay the job still needs to get done and we'll do it but if you have a co-host that's a friend there's you know somebody in your close circles or yeah your, your close circle of friends you just never know how they'll take the argument they may get too emotional yeah. can't do the podcast they may storm out they may just say, I don't want to be a part of the podcast anymore. So there's a lot of stuff that you have to deal with when it's someone outside of your um, outside of siblings. But even siblings, they fight as well. But speaking of siblings, you have uh, a couple of brothers. I'm, I'm pretty I'm surprised that none of your brothers wanted to, you know, join you on this venture. Yeah, and the reason why my brothers haven't wanted to join me on this venture is because they don't really like to put themselves out there like that. Oh, okay. uh, they're more uh, quieter uh, guys. They don't, they don't really do the whole social media thing. Um, and for me, I've always said it stood out uh, when it came to my brothers. I've always been very outspoken. So when I told them I was doing a podcast, of course they supported it, but when I asked them, hey, do you guys want to come on a show? Only one of my brothers actually was interested. Um, so he came on the show for my second episode. He did amazing too, you know? Oh, but, wow. Uh, yeah, you're younger, bro, brother, older. Like, ah, I'm not going to do no podcast. <laughs> yeah, you're younger, bro, older, bro. My youngest brother. Oh, yeah, my right, youngest nice, brother nice. was down. So we did episode two together and uh, we talked about relationships and stuff and uh yeah, I would love to be able to have a co-host um, just right now. It has to be the right person. Oh, 100%. And I agree with you guys. You know, if I had a brother to be able to do it with, yes, it would work out a little bit better. Um, but unfortunately, I don't have somebody who can be as committed as I am. And I'm very, very committed. This podcast, for me, is a business. This yeah. is not a hobby or something I do for fun. Yeah. So I would need somebody who's going to be on my show, uh, working together with me to be as committed. And my goal is to be filming on Mondays and Fridays. Yeah. And if you can't commit to your Mondays and Fridays to do the podcast, I can't just do one episode by myself without my co-host. And then the next week, they're telling my guests, oh, yeah, 
Um, you know, the co-host wasn't available yeah. today. Mm-hmm. He's going to be available next week. Yes. You know, it, it's not going to work like that. And it's just a podcast etiquette, as you guys know. You know, just being able to provide a good show, good quality show, consistent show for people to watch. It's like a news anchor. You don't yes. see the different news anchors coming in every week to do the news. You know, you see the same person every single week, and that is your news anchor, right? So the person that I'm going to hopefully maybe one day, and maybe, uh, who knows, maybe I might just end up doing the show on my own full yeah, time. that's you know? also a yeah, possibility. That's, that's what I was going to say. So so you might have to look at that possibility because yeah. I always ask the yeah, question, when, when you have a co-host, you have to ask yourself the reason why do you want a co-host? Because yes. again, like yeah. you said, you want to find a specific person, but sometimes that specific person is not, what you think is available out there may not be available yes. out there. So you guys have to yeah, say to yourself, are you willing to move forward on your own you're gonna have to have a team of course but in terms of hosting the podcast you might have regulars that come on but maybe not necessarily because remember when you have a co-host that means somebody that's just as committed to you to seeing the 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 podcast go to flourish yeah flourish yeah and also if you think about it i mean me and my brother have been doing this for two years and we haven't even we've never We've never fe- found somebody that is as committed at, as us to even join the team. Yeah. And that's within two years. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people know about the podcast. And this is friends. people people knowing, friends knowing. You know, but and there's not... The th- here's the thing. Here's the big thing about the podcasting. When, when things start getting controversial, when things start getting, you know, a little bit tough like in terms of the topics you're talking about it's hard to have somebody that comes from a different upbringing different lifestyle different mentality it's tough for for those conversations to be had and sometimes people may get offended and and whatnot right so a lot of the uh topics me and my brother were talking about especially early in our podcast were very controversial so some people didn't necessarily want to partake in some of the topics yeah and that's fine Yes, yes. so they didn't want to do an interview. They didn't want to do the interview, or they didn't want the interview to be released when when the interview was Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely been those moments. Because, again, we're going to be real on our podcast, and this is for those listening that's going to be on this podcast. We're going to be real. Yeah, we have relationships. We have friendships. We have people we know and people we respect. But at the end of the day, the questions are going to be tough questions in certain aspects, especially when it comes to relationships. And we're going to be realistic we're not gonna necessarily be rude but we're gonna be realistic in terms of options you have you know what it is you bring to the table etc etc and and sometimes that rubs people the wrong way and sometimes that turns people off from you know listening in but what we notice is that we can't really care about what you know audience members think about the podcast because just like anything you have good and bad there's always two sides to the coin so we we we've um i guess um you know hardened ourselves to criticism yeah in terms Mm. of what we talk about because when we first refreshed on the podcast we felt the criticism a lot more heavier yes we we were a little bit nervous about certain things and how it's going to be you know come across and how people are going to take it yes that's slight nervousness i wouldn't say we were that nervous but we did have that yeah let's just say we said the premising stuff like what we were gonna what we were gonna talk about and you know we're kind of giving people the heads up and we're kind of warning them, and if you don't want to watch, then I suggest you get off. But now we're just like, 
you listening or you're not listening, yeah. it doesn't matter to us. We're just going to say what we're going to say, and it is what it is. Even uh, even the people that used to come back to us and criticize and say, oh, why don't you do it like this? Why don't you do it like that? I don't think you should touch on this topic. We just completely blow past them, and yeah. we're just like, we're the ones that are putting ourselves on the battlefield. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna swing our sword how we want to swing it. So <laughs> you, you you can do whatever you want. I understand. Yeah. You know what I mean when when you decide to get into the battlefield, you can conduct yourself however you want to conduct yourself. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me, you're not that guy. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree one hundred percent. And it, it's funny because I know there are a lot of topics I, I still want to get into. I, I love having those. Um, uh, those uh, confrontational conversations with people. Mm, yes. Because th- I think that creates the best content. 100%. You know, if you're able to have a conversation with people and challenge the way that they believe things and the way that they think about things and try to help them to see a different perspective, I think we need more of that in 2023. Yeah, I think in yes. 2023, it's been it's so challenging where everything is censored, where you always have to be mindful of people's feelings. And I always have such a hard time with it as well, where yeah. I'm like, Oh my gosh, maybe I shouldn't say this because I don't want to offend this person on my show. Instead of just being real. And and I love having a platform where I could just be real, where I could challenge somebody on their thinking and hear their perspectives as well. And have my budget challenge as well. We could debate. I tell people that all the time. If you want to come on my show, we can debate. If you want to talk about relationships, we can debate. You know, because I I find that the way that the world is going and the way that I see things, I'm a a traditional person. I'm very traditional in everything that I do. Um, So, yeah, just keeping it going and having these great conversations. And I I love that I'm here today and chatting with you guys and sharing a similar perspective. Yeah, and it's just a PC culture, right? It's really silenced a lot of people, and a lot of people don't want to get on air because they don't want to talk about certain topics. They don't want to be criticized or ostracized by their peers. So they tend to, you know, walk on eggshells. And we see that in our friend circles. You know, there's certain conversations that they don't want to have when we're when we're with our um our homegirls, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. even though they think so our homegirls will think, Oh, uh, we could chill with the guys, you know. I, I think that we can hang with them and we can have the conversations that they're having. And they actually think that the guys that we're hanging around with are being genuine. But they're being disingenuous because they understand that women are gonna get emotional about certain topics that we're gonna talk about in the group. So hence why um, we have certain group affairs where it's only men that are around. We'll do certain activities where it's only men because then we can open up and talk about certain topics that they would dislike and we would be able to talk about it. Because even when I talk about certain topics, I could see the rolling of the eyes. I can see them. Can you give me an example of some of these topics? I'm very curious. Okay, so there's this one topic I was having with one of my homegirls. She's, so she's originally from the UK and then... Um, the conversation was that, so she moved from the UK, she came to Toronto, and she was finding an issue with Torontonians and how they go about in dating. She was saying that, so yeah, so she was saying that every time she goes on a date with a Torontonian, what she's noticed is even if the guy doesn't like the date, they, they, they basically, um, they placated as if, they enjoy the date, so they'll they'll downplay it. They'll say they'll act like they enjoyed the day, and you'll go about it 
just like a person that would enjoy having you know having fun with a a, a woman right and then yeah. when when it's all said and done they'll ghost her mm. right wow. so she's thinking that okay we had good vibes um we're gonna see each other again there's gonna be a second date you know he's saying that he he's saying that he's gonna meet up with her and giving her all these false promises but not knowing that in his head he's thinking that no i find this girl annoying i don't like the topics that she's talking about i don't like what she's what she's getting annoyed about um she's nitpicking on everything he has his own judgments of that woman, but he's not going to say it out loud because he knows what kind of criticism comes with it. He doesn't want to be controversial. So her issue with Torontonians are they're not contra- they're not um, um, confrontational. Sorry, that's the word I was looking for. They're not confrontational. They're not direct with what they want. They're very mm-hmm. indirect about what they want. They don't talk. Of, yeah. So they, yeah, they don't put their point across. So, and I was yeah. just telling her that's the culture here in Canada. A lot of people are very polite on the surface, but mm. behind closed doors, they will snake you, they will backstab you, and that's just a passive-aggressive behavior that they've developed over time just being in the system because if you do come out being direct, they see you as, um, I would say, barbaric and um, impolite. And yes, and um, misogynistic, and you know that's where the toxic masculinity talk comes into play. I knew you were gonna say uh, that. I, I, yes. and, and Evan, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even get into this because even right now, my brother being PC, I am being PC, He's being PC, <laughs> I am being PC. But here's here's the thing, Evan. Here's the thing. You, you know what topics they're coming at us for. Oh, I, mean, I just they're used one topic. Yeah, I can imagine. Listen, Listen I'll tell topic. you. I'll tell you what they are. <laughs> When we talk about older women, when we talk about single mothers, when we talk about overweight women, when we talk about having less options as you get older, when we talk about body counts, when we talk about how they dress, how they give it up on the first date, this all all these different things. Uh, there's so much different topics and so much points, but obviously they're all criticisms of women. So then they're going to come at us and say, hey, misogyny and, and this and this. But again, for us, they're topics that we're going to talk about. They don't want us to talk about the topic at all in general. Yes. They want to pretend yeah. these things don't exist. They want to pretend exactly. They want to pretend that men aren't concerned about all of these topics we just mentioned, and men are concerned about it. So we're here to state the facts on it, give our opinion on it, and then you can decide. But again, it's up for debate. It's a, it's an opinion. It's not something that's set in stone. So when we bring up the topic and we say what we like and what we dislike, that's not for you to judge. That's for you to hear and then rebuttal if you got a better point or if you have a debate. Uh, if you want to debate, we can debate and we can go back and forth. But I think that a lot of people in this culture, because they're so sensitive, they just don't want certain people talking about stuff, especially when men talk about women. As you know, when men talk about women, no woman wants to hear it. It's but, just the truth. But it's very clear that they don't mind talking about men and exactly. you know, judging a person's finances, finances their height. <laughs> Um, what else? There's so many other things. Their social status. Um, yeah, there's social. Well, you know, the typical thing now, even in music culture, they, they, they just talk down on men. Like there are female rap artists who are making it now, just shooting on men, like yeah. Ice Spice. Yeah, you know, and um, Glorilla. 
she got famous off of talking shit about men. Yep. You know, but if a man made a track that was talking shit about women, you know, that track's going to be canceled, bro. There you go. You know, it's, it's a weird world we live in now where, you know, a lot of guys that I, I do, I feel for you guys, because even for me, I have these competitions off air with people, um, with women all the time. We have debates about these things, and it's heated, heated debate. And I'm usually because I'm the only guy in the room. They don't oh. take my perspective as real perspective from a man. Not all men think like that. Yeah, of course, of course. And also, also group thing. What I notice is when you're with a lot of females, and it's if and you're the only guy. The thing is, they'll be they'll be. It's easier for them to side with their girlfriends rather than it is to side with the man, because they're the same gender. But if you isolate them, when you isolate them and you actually have a one-on-one conversation, they'll be able to see your point a lot easier than you having a conversation within the group. Where everybody, where you got the peanut gallery all chiming in on the conversation, mm-hmm. then then you, you really don't got no point because it's like they're just gonna attack you. So now they're gonna attack the man instead of the point. That's what they're gonna try and do. They're gonna try and shame you out of your thought process. Because I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen where men would talk about what age range they would look at in terms of having a wife or having a girlfriend, and then these same women would start to laugh at him and say, and then mention to their girlfriend that, did you hear this guy? Did you hear what age he said he wanted? Predatory, predatory yeah, behavior. Exactly. <laughs> this is, this is, but this is the world we're in. But this is the world we're in. No, and, it's true. Men can't true. even have a preference. It's crazy. And yeah, men cannot Ooh. have a preference. That's actually one of our, uh, our titles. Yeah. Like, can men have preferences? Because if you say a woman's too fat, you're fat shaming. If you say, if she's, you too say old, she's too old, she's, you're an ageist. You're ageist. <laughs> I, I mean, there's so many words and stuff like that. And that's why we did this podcast. Because, you know, right now on social media, so many things are going on. Going on. But here's the thing. If you're a man, a male podcaster, and you're talking about women, you're going to be grouped with all the male podcasters that talk about women. Mm. So that's yeah. where we understand our lane. We're going to get compared. And even if you do those type of topics, you're going to get thrown into the same lane as even the Andrew Tates yeah. and, and uh, you know, whether Jordan Peterson fit. of the world, Fresh and Fits of the world, they're going to be, oh, you guys are carbon copies, just a worse version or something like this, right? But yeah, again, we're just, we're just men speaking and we're just starting the conversation. A lot of people appreciate it. A lot don't. I mean, it goes both ways. We're not here to please everybody. Our podcast is to start conversations, not for you to, you know, come out here with the biggest smile on your face. It's thought provoking. It's something that yeah. you should go home and think about and say, hey, well, what he said there kind of made sense. Like maybe I'm living mm-hmm. my life wrong. Maybe I'm doing things wrong. Maybe I should take the advice of some men because they're around men and this is how men are thinking. Maybe they got a point. But a lot of people want to go against the current sometimes. They want to challenge you, and that's fine. We're, we're, we're willing to accept challenges. But, again, we're just humans. We're talking our points. We're giving our opinions. And we do the research a lot of the time. So it's not like we just talk out of our, out of our ass. We're backed up with certain um, criteria and certain um, statistics that you can look up. And if you don't want to battle, you know, with using statistics and using points like that, then it's, uh, you know, it's, um, 
you know, then the, the argument's not going anywhere. It's just my opinion yeah. versus yours. So that's what we try to do. We not we don't try to just stick on opinion. We try and get some facts if it comes down to that. If that's what we're doing yeah. and you want the facts, then we can pull up the facts. And then the facts are, you know, some people want to dispute facts. And then when you start disputing facts, then there's no way left to go, right? Yes. They're just <laughs> Then we just agree to disagree yeah. at that point. No, but even with the facts, sometimes they don't accept the facts. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, that, or that or the facts true. never came from the right source. Yeah, or it's like, well, or now we, they're debating where you got yeah. the facts from. I, I mean, when a yeah. doctor does his work to you and gives you medicine, you're not looking at all the facts of the medicine. You're you're trusting the doctor's, um, you know, expertise. And not every doctor is a great doctor just because they graduated. You don't know how they got their degree. Exactly. So, <laughs> so that's the point of the matter. You know, at certain points, you're not going to have all the details. And not everything's going to be a hundred percent. We're not saying that, but we have to base certain things off certain facts so we can at least have a base. Of of an argument, you know, because if we don't, then we're just saying opinions at each other. So let me ask you guys, just to turn the conversation in regards to men now, because one of my biggest challenges that I've faced is the way that men have become now in 2023. And a part of what I want to do a lot on my show is to help to coach young men along on some of the challenges that they're facing. So let me ask you. What do you think is the biggest challenge men are facing right now in the dating market? Well, first and foremost is being castrated. <laughs> that's the that's the biggest thing because if they can't even have a mouth a mouthpiece to speak from, how are they supposed to be men? Jesus Christ. If everything that comes out of their mouth is considered toxic masculinity, I mean it's very simple and it's very evident on what type of men you're going to pre- be producing in the society. Yeah. So that's what I find the biggest issue is, right? It's men grabbing their balls and now saying what, uh, saying who they are and just uh, standing on their principles. You know, even mm. with the criticism, they need to stand strong and stand tall. Yeah. So, well, for my opinion, in terms of the dating scene, um, you know, the biggest challenge is that most men, I think, I think the biggest challenge that most men have is, would be insecurity. But where's, where's insecurity yeah, stem from? I'm, I'm going to get, I'm gonna you, give it to, I'm gonna break that down. What do you yeah. mean insecurity? Yeah. I'm going to give it to you. Um, So I'd say insecurity is the biggest thing here because here's the thing. We have social media. Social media has made everyone insecure. If you're on it often, mm. You're going to be insecure to an extent. Yeah. I mean, okay, you're going to realize that. you don't have as much money as most guys that are portraying Bad. it on there, even Bad. though it could be fake or real. That's irrelevant because perception is everything. Bad. So, again, you're comparing yourself against celebrities. You're comparing comparing yourself against YouTube stars, TikTok stars, uh, sports players. There's so many people that you that a man may feel is doing better in life then because a lot of things that men look at is financially and success status these are things that men uh judge each other off of you know so another so say for example you would treat me i know i know i know People will say, no, I don't treat people different and this and that. It doesn't matter if you're rich or poor. Yes. But that's BS. That's 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 a lie. Like if I was, if, for example, if I had a million subscribers at this point, this podcast is popping, you would behave differently if you approached me or if you seen me. You would act differently. That's sub- just Even though you've known me, you still would act differently because you wouldn't know, you wouldn't know 
what it took for me to get to that million. So you would respect me a little bit different. And you would say, Ooh. wow, this guy did a lot more. Although all I did was work, all I did was grind. It's not like, you know, I changed so much. I might have just put a lot of effort into trying to get this thing popping. Just like a sports player. Like, you can know a guy from high school that turns into an NBA player. It's not like they changed who they were. They just worked hard and practiced basketball every day and got a good chance, and now they're a millionaire, right? So their status changed, but who they are as a person didn't change. But in terms of dating now, since social media is so prevalent, uh, uh, prevalent in our society and people are seeing certain girls talking about oh he has to be six feet and hundred you know six figures and six pack when they hear this type of rhetoric men can't help especially average men can't help but be insecure and feel that they're not worthy to get certain girls that's why when inadequate men, they start yeah, to feel inadequate and this is what happens with men when they see beautiful gorgeous women what do you okay evan you know when a guy is walking around or if you've been around men and they see beautiful women, a lot of guys, what do you think the first thing that comes to their mind when they see a very gorgeous woman? What do you think the first thing like a guy thinks? Well, they're always thinking about sex because, you know. Well, <laughs> I mean, uh, outside, uh, 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 well, of course they're thinking outside, about sex. Outside but, of the sex? But, but in terms of their chances with that woman, what do you think the Ooh. average guy thinks when he sees a girl that's gorgeous, say an eight and above, what do you think? That well, he's probably not going to approach her. You know, he's not going to approach that her. That guy's going to yeah. be scared to approach her because yeah. he's not worthy. Exactly, uh, and this is the insecurity I'm talking about. Not worthy. Mm. So a lot of men are lacking confidence and that's the biggest thing when it comes to dating they lack the confidence necessary reason why is because they're not competent enough neither so what we're trying to preach that in life nothing's given everything's taken so if you want a woman that's of a certain caliber you have to put in the work and do what's necessary to make you attractive to her if that's what you're going after i just come let y'all know stop no, I agree with you both 100%. And for me, one thing that we didn't mention or the two of you didn't mention that really bugs me is the lack of leadership in men. Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of men don't like to lead. They don't think of themselves as leaders and they don't focus on being a leader in their relationship. And I've seen it. I've seen guys who have had a lot of challenges in their relationships with their women. And they're wondering, you know, what what's going on? Like, why am I not able to maintain this relationship? And then when I probe them and I ask them specific questions around who's the leader of the relationship, the dynamic in the relationship, I come to find that they're not the leader. They're not the one directing the direction of where the relationship to, but, is going. But you have to ask, where does that stem from? Because, yeah, leadership mm-hmm. is what they're lacking. But you have to, yeah. you have to get to the source. To become For a sure. leader, what is the source? How do you become a leader? How do you lead people? By being competent, just as, as, yeah, uh, as he said, by yeah. being competent, you know. And, and guys nowadays, they don't focus on being competent. That's they just the problem. Focus on the that's day-to-day. the biggest problem. They're okay with being average. And yes. I find in Toronto, a lot of guys are okay with being average. Yes. I hate being average. Mm. And I, I'm always striving for greatness because mm. I know that maintains attraction in my relationship. It creates, helps to create the family that I'm looking to build with my partner as well as I can be seen as not only a leader with my partner, but a leader amongst men. When I walk in the room and I chat with other young men, they can already tell right away, okay, this guy is a leader. You know, I can follow this guy. I can ask this guy for advice. And I have a lot of people that always come to me and ask me for advice. 
I mean, I'm, I'm not a guru, you know, I, I'm only 30 years old. I don't know everything. But I've gone through a lot of trials and tribulations, and I had to work on those leadership skills. And before I could work on those leadership skills, I had to build my confidence, build my competence, so that I could be the leader that I know that I can be and stand firm and stand tall as a leader. Because in this world, God forbid something were to happen and everything were to go to crap, the leaders are going to be the ones that are going to step up and say, hey, this is what we're going to do to survive. But because we live in such a soft world now where, you know, we're not needed to fight, yes, you know, a lot of men are just chilling. You know, they're playing video games, they're not focusing on themselves, not focusing on their career, they're not thinking about the jobs that they're doing, they're not thinking about the women that they're dating. They're just going out there, just living life and not building up themselves every day. And I always want to encourage young men to build up yourself, work on yourself, improve yourself every day. I work a 40-hour-a-week job, and I still podcast. I work 55, 60 hours a week. What's your excuse? And I always ask them, what's your excuse? Well, their excuse is this. You're not that guy, Kyle. Trust me. You're not that guy. (laughs) A lot of guys aren't that guy. They're not willing to put in the work, and that's why... Those that when you said what's the biggest ordeal with dating, well, again, guys don't want to put in the work, so you shouldn't be dating. That's the real truth behind it. A lot Mm -hmm. of guys want what they're not uh, working towards or not working for. And just like a woman, you have to respect her when she wants a man that's, you know, a a high achiever. Why would you want a guy that's a low achiever, especially if she's a very attractive woman that takes care of herself, prides herself on her looks and her personality, also what she can bring to the table. So looks is one part of it, but there's always other aspects that, you know, she can bring to the table, whether that's personality, you know, her nurturing, nature, um, caring, all those different things are going to play its part. But I think that men, reason why they're having trouble in dating is because they're focused on dating rather than improving themselves and i think you have to focus on improving yourself before you start dating because when you're improved and you see it like honestly i can speak on myself and this is a little personal but i mean i never gymmed all the time right i never went to the gym like that i wasn't like that throughout my whole life luckily fortunately i'm not like a, you know i wouldn't consider myself to be an ugly guy that you know i was walking around this earth and you know women weren't you know complimenting me and i could never get a woman luckily i wasn't that guy but i can tell when i started going to the gym you know you start putting muscles on you know that six pack is going you know it makes a difference i mean i can sit here and say no it's my personality that's why I at the end of the day it's like certain things give you more attractiveness like certain things make you become you know give you a better edge in life and certain things especially dating so that's why i say you guys have to focus on improving yourself i don't sit here and be depressed and say damn like ah uh, i'm out of shape or ah uh, i don't have money up and Because these are all little aspects of life that you might have to improve on in order to get what you want. And I can't sit here and complain about it. I chalk it up to the game. That's how the game goes. Women like guys that are working hard, that are doing shit. And if you're not doing shit, unfortunately, you're just not going to get what you want. You're just going to have to settle for what's available. Exactly. And you settle for what's available, right? It's not like you get to pick the gourmet meal. You get to get whatever is the standard meal because you did the standard work. Well, well, exactly. I have I have uh, probably one or two more questions to ask you before sure. we wrap this podcast episode up. I wanted to ask you 
Um, what do you? What's your recommendation for a person that wants to start a podcast? How should they go about it? That's a great question. Uh, the first thing I would I would start with is they they need to do the research. Mm. You know, podcasting is like you said in the beginning. It's not about buying a microphone and starting to talk. It, it, there's a lot more to it. The equipment you got to research how to market a podcast. How to start a podcast? Where are you going to uh, have your podcast? Is it going to be on YouTube? Is it going to be audio? Is it going to be on Spotify? Are you going to use Buzzsprout? Are you going to use StreamYard? Are you going to live stream? Are you going to record and edit? There are so many different ways that you can do a podcast. Find what works for you. Secondly, a very, very important thing is to find your niche. And something that I'm still working on right now, just narrowing it down, hammering it down as I'm practicing, getting better. And my niche and my focus is always going to be the improvement of men. Okay. And that's my goal. That's my focus. And, of course, I want to have conversations with women as well, but my goal is really to be able to develop young men. And that is my niche. And coming to an agreement and an understanding on what that niche is going to be and staying on that niche is very, very important in the game. And then last but not least, you got to be consistent, you know, and it, it's, it's difficult if you're doing uh, a podcast while uh, having like, a full-time job. I have a really, really hard time finding when is the right time to be recording, when is the right time to be working on my podcast. So building out a schedule that works for you where you can consistently create your episodes. And once you can get those three things going, you got your research done, you know what type of podcast you're going to do, you have the equipment, you research the equipment that you need, you set it up, you tried it out, you figured out your niche, you know exactly what target you're focusing on, you know exactly who's going to be listening to your show and who you want to be listening to your show. And last but not least, working on that schedule that benefits you, that gives you that good work-life balance when you can be consistent in dropping those episodes and then marketing those episodes as well. You know, posting on Instagram is so difficult to do on a day-to-day basis. People make it seem like it's so easy. Oh, no. But it wasn't until I started podcasting and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to post every single day. I get anxious now when I don't post because that's a person who's not seeing my podcast and that's not going to go see that full episode from that little clip that they saw. And that's why my my podcast has grown, uh, I would say, pretty quickly over the the first six months I've been doing the show. And it's because I've been constantly posting on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube Shorts, TikTok, episodes of my podcast, encouraging people to go watch, like, subscribe, and comment to the podcast. Yeah, 100%. You have to be everywhere at all times because it's very easy for you to get lost in the in the scuffle because there's so much information it's information overload on social media and all these platforms so it's very easy to be overlooked when you know you're 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 trying to get a message across and then you're not consistent with it because by the time you know it you're yesterday's news Mm -hmm. just like that so Definitely, people need to be mindful of that if they're starting a podcast, making sure that they're everywhere at all times, and they're constantly trying to push their podcast, whether they have business cards that they're sending out, whether they're talking about it out and about. So word of mouth is actually the most um, powerful way of marketing your 
marketing anything at any time and then after social media and putting uh having video content out for that having audio content just trying to maximize on the content and making sure that you have a good flow of energy and uh, organization to make everything hit on every platform and also um last but not least uh, the question i wanted to ask you we we got six months left of the year what are you trying to achieve in that six months to close out the year for you to make it one year? So by the time you hit that one year um, milestone, what is it that you're trying to achieve? That's a great question. The first thing that I'm trying to achieve within the next six months is 500 subscribers on YouTube. Okay. I, I know it sounds like a, a, a small goal. But it's actually very difficult to get people. Oh, 100%. But people wouldn't know that because if they're not in the YouTube space, they wouldn't understand that. So it's it's better that you're explaining that aspect of it because when they see crazy numbers like uh, 50,000, 100,000, 1 million, they're looking at like these numbers are insane, but they're not thinking about the guy that got up to 500, what it took to get to 500 or 1,000, 2,000. They have no clue because they're not doing youtube especially content. independently a lot yes. of people on youtube are sponsored or yeah. labeled helps them yeah or whatever so company, we don't even know what's companies. behind the scene too yeah there's a lot exactly. of things going there's a lot of moving parts behind, behind the, the scenes, scenes. Yes. yeah definitely definitely so 500 subscribers is the goal that will help me monetize on the podcast because right now i've, I've spent a lot of money for it on the show so i'd love to be able to get people to support as well as on uh Buzzsprout, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you can actually contribute to the show. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking to hopefully monetize on there as well in the next six months. And if I can be able to do that, uh, that would be great. Uh, also, I'm looking to start a community, build a community. I'm hoping to host one event this year where I will bring together singles to a specific area for a mix and mingle. podcast episode Mm. so i would love to be able to invite you guys to that if you guys are still singles looking for a a nice lady to you know marry in the future Mm. Uh, we're going to be i'm going to be working together with my wife on that and we'll we'll have a conversation and then afterwards we'll allow people to mix and mingle so it's going to be a a podcast show that we're going to do as well as an event that we're going to hold together uh, alongside it so that's a goal that I'm setting uh, aside right now to achieve probably in the fall of this year. And then last but not least, my goal is to be consistent. I want to be able to get up, get like you guys. You guys are at your 100 plus episode. I believe you're at 136 or 138 uh, episodes. Um, I, w- I want to be able to get there. I mean, I don't think I'm going to get there in the year, but even if I can get to episode 20, yeah. Before December, I think that's a pretty good goal. But alongside episode 20, I want to be able to have 100 clips on my YouTube channel. Because I was doing research on YouTube algorithms and how to get more traction on YouTube. And it all comes down to subscribers, views, likes, and the amount of videos you have on your page. So if you have a thousand videos on your page, the chances of you having a thousand subscribers is a lot higher. Yes. And every video that you do produce is going to have more people coming back to watch your show. So I'm going to continue to do that. And I'm going to be building up my live streaming. So uh, I used to be 
just recording. Now I'm working on my performance. It's going to be live streaming my episodes, live streaming on, on Instagram. I just started live streaming. So, uh, you know, I want to be, be known as a, a live streamer uh, mm. when it comes to podcasting as well. So that's another goal I have to set for this year. Okay. Nice. Those are big goals. Those These are big, big goals, goals, man. <laughs> You get big goals, man. Well, hopefully you reach all your your goals. Like like us, we're gonna be on the ground. We'll be looking out for you. And yeah, when you have a chance, we can also jump on your podcast as well. Drop some gems. Um, it was great having you on the podcast. Hundred percent. I definitely enjoyed this this podcast episode and all the gems that you dropped. Uh, this was very insightful, especially for people that wanna start a podcast because again it's so easy to say you want to start podcasting but not really understand the gist of being a podcaster and what it takes and what kind of effort is needed and you doing research on the topic that you want to discuss and you know not just coming on and you're just talking with your buddy and you got to just um you know chopping it up that's not how podcasts work and then understanding how to put these put your podcast episodes on these platforms that's another big thing right because you could be podcasting but have no clue on how to put them on platforms and to see um how to check it out and you know understanding the analytics there's so many aspects of the podcast game that people don't understand and you breaking it down and telling them your early struggles and you're still new at the game so it's very it's easier for people to um to what's it called i guess i would really see see the potential and starting yes yes exactly yeah so no it's worth it i definitely think it's worth it and if you're somebody who's looking to be a content creator i think podcasting is a really great way to produce content i never thought of myself as a content creator before but even my wife has been inspired by my consistency and just seeing me actually be a content creator. And it was because I started a podcast. I had the opportunity to resonate with that and to walk the streets and hear people come to me and be like, oh, Evan, you're that podcast guy. You know, that to me is super exciting. And I love that. I'm sure you guys get that a lot too when people see you. They're like, oh, yeah, you guys see a podcast. Well, the thing is, is, it's funny for us because we don't only do podcasting, we do fitness content. So we're, we're, we're mainly known for our fitness. fitness that's what the funny thing is so a lot of people talk about fitness and oh man these are the- I, I know you both from your fitness content as well yeah, 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 so you like guys funny. go in yo I want to get trained like that so that's we a, get the fitness yeah, over so, the, the, so we get the, the fitness podcast. over the uh, the podcast so it's funny in that yeah. sense where you know uh, when people hear we have a podcast too they're also thinking we're talking about fitness well, we're like, ah, oh, no, we're not talking about fitness. We're talking about relationship because, yeah, fitness is a big aspect of our life, but we don't need to talk about it. We're just going to be about it. So you're going to see the actionable steps that we take to becoming fit. And instead of talking about it, yeah, we're just, we just kind of, yeah, we'll, 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 we act on it. Again, we'll act on it, and that's a diff- different aspect Yeah, anyways. different aspect. But it is part of what we do. It's part so. of Far From Normal. It's just being part of Far From Normal. Far and from normal. Yeah, and also just being a man and 
making sure that you're staying disciplined and you know you're making the sacrifices necessary yeah, in order prioritizing. to and prioritizing mm-hmm. organizing you know managing your time wisely you know not getting caught up into the hype of social media and being lost in just the entertainment aspect of it you know doing something with your life so that again ties into far from normal podcast Every, yeah everything ties know? in in terms of it's a like it's a lifestyle it's so a it's lifestyle just, exactly. it's just so people understand that you know, we're talking on a podcast, but it's not like that's the only thing we do. We yes. do other things as we're, well. Yes, we're so we try we're and versatile. hit them with the versati- versatility. The versatility yeah. And then that'll translate to other things because in this life you gotta be you gotta be great at multiple things. You 100%. know, it's not enough to be good at one thing. Like some guys on podcasts have good personalities, but that's it. You know, there's just good personalities. There's not much else you can draw from them. And if you want to motivate people and you want to show that you're a leader, you got to show by example. So that's what we do. We show everything through examples. Not everything has to be spoken on, but if you see the proof, then you can believe what's being said. Exactly. Thank you guys so much for having me on the show. For anyone who wants to get connected with me, you can follow me at our silent podcast on Instagram. That is r dot is dot silent podcast. I'm also available on YouTube. Check out episodes one through six. Six will be dropping today, so check out episodes one through six if you guys want to get a taste of my own show. And uh, looking forward to having uh, Far From Normal come and join me on the show as well. So we're going to connect again in the future. Thank you guys so much for your time and interviewing me today, and it's been a pleasure. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right, Evan. Bye for now. Take care, brother. Take care. And there we have it. That was our interview with Evan. The R is silent podcast. Man, that was a great interview. Make sure you check that out if you have a chance. Support your brother. Support, you know, guys trying to do something different in this world. Those are the guys that need the most support, you know. A Especially lot of the creators, times, yeah. Creators, they have to. They're the human sacrifice. They are, you know. They they take criticism. They have to put in the work behind the scenes. They have to do all the back end, and people just look at the finished product and are they quick no to idea. criticize yeah. and are quick to complain. But it takes a lot of work. Respect people's work that they put in. People don't do this for fun. We do it as a business, as Evan said. We do it as a business in order to, you know, help people out with their life at the same time making this into something where it's actually respectable and uh, inf- not just um, a platform for information, but a, pr- a platform for opportunity, a platform to put others on, give back. That's all what we want to do. We want to be able to make this platform blow up so we can also give others opportunities. So that's what I got to say on the podcast. I appreciate Evan on the podcast. He gave a lot of gems about starting the podcast. So for those interested in starting the podcast, you might want to listen to this episode. Make sure you have your note, your pen and and a notepad ready yeah take down some notes and uh get to the action 100 percent. and thanks for listening everybody um this is the far from normal podcast with your boy sunny frame and your boy fuzzy vision and we are out deuces. deuces so say good night to the bad guy come on the last time you're gonna see a bad guy like this again let me tell you
got You got man enough to fuck with me. You can't last two minutes in my world. If you stay down here and you never fuck around, you'll never find out.